What's up, everybody, man? It's your boy, Big Play Slay here, man. Of course, of course, y'all know, I didn't come back with a victory. I was hoping I did, but I didn't. I thought it could be a lot more emotional than I was, but I wasn't that bad. You know, I, I kind of like, I controlled it a good bit, man, because I was emotional the whole week. I was excited, man. Just had days going on, just Dark nights, just listening to music, watching some fans, just preparing to play for this game, man. But, uh, yeah, I think I got all my emotions out during the week, man. I was really, like, after the game, I kind of, like, sat there, let it soak in, looked at the little confetti falling on her, man, and I thought I was going to shed some tears. I didn't. I was just like, okay. It kind of just made me a moment, like, okay, I'll be back. I got to get back, man. It took me 10 years to get here, man. I pray and hope it don't take another 10 years because I would not be playing in 10 more years for sure. But... Man, I hope, you know, go try to return back there, man, this next year coming up. Gots to, man. We got the team to do it, man. So, that was a tough one, man. Very, very tough one. For anybody who never been to the Super Bowl, it's a great experience. But, man, it is a long, long week. I'm going to tell you now. The media? It's long. I'm talking about long. I'm talking about all day, every day. Got some of the weirdest questions to get asked to you, man. You be like... What is some questions that analysts that be trying your characteristic? They be talking about people that that ain't even in the Super Bowl for half of the time. So it's crazy. So that was wild. So leading up to the game was wilder. You know what I'm saying? Usually after the coin toss, the game kind of starts. The game ain't start to 15 minutes later. I had to like rewarm up. Like I was all excited, my adrenaline was going. Then, then next thing you know, we just sitting there, just you know, listen to the national anthem, which is what we always do, normally do. And then, I guess they said some about commercials. I ain't know commercials that big. Like they take a lot of the time. Like I'm talking about, it got to be a lot of commercials going on with me not playing. I'd be like, God damn, now nah, y'all got to stop these commercials. You got to shorten this thing up. Those was the biggest things for me as a Super Bowl man. Them things that was big. You gotta find a way to hydrate yourself because your muscles go get fatigued just standing there looking all around. And I don't like to sit down too much on the bench because I like to be loose. I like to be entertained to the game. But overall, man, it was a great experience, I must say. But them halftime, the halftime show was long. I heard Rihanna did her thing though. I I wish I could watch it. Shoot, but I had to lock in. But Honestly, even in the locker room, we was in there for 30 minutes. Usually it takes like 10 minutes. You go in there, do the game plan, and you right back out. I don't have to warm up in the regular game. But this Super Bowl is really time-consuming, man. It really takes a lot of time, man. You got to be really mentally focused. I think it really challenged your mental game. Like, you got to be mentally focused. You got to – I was in the inside riding the bikes, stretching, everything. So, that's a big part, man. So any guys that ever make it to the Super Bowl, man, make sure y'all watch this video and make sure y'all tune in and like understand what's really going on because it's real deal. You got to prepare yourself for that like it was a real thing. It's a real thing out there. Now, I know what y'all all here for today. I know y'all will know how the game went and how I felt about the game. Well, let me tell you how I felt about the game. The game had so many up and down moments. A lot. A lot. And it, and it showed a lot of character with a lot of players out there. Man, a lot of players showed a hell of a talent. So, as y'all saw the game, the offenses, both offenses was playing 
tremendous. First half, tremendous. I know, I'm not going to lie, when Hurts fumbled, they scored a touchdown, and Hurts came back and answered. That's probably one of the biggest things I've seen somebody do. That was big time. That was real, real big time. Like, as a team, that can deflate you because we was up, what, 14-7. Got the ball back, got the three and out, 14-7. We thanking the offense, go go down there, go score again. Go up 21-7 before the half. But Hurts fumble. And when I say he answered back the right way like an MVP should, I'm trying to tell y'all, if he would have played all, ain't missed on two games, he would have been MVP. Like, he answered back so crazy. Like, you got to feel the energy on the sideline. Like, they had the momentum. Hurts knocked the momentum out of him. That was big time. So, as a defense, as a team, we always believed in him. But with him doing that, getting a great drive, and going out and put points on the board and going to score, that was big for us. That that gave us, like, whoa, like a Musa. Like, that's how you do it. And then Mahomes get a chance to go score before halftime. He gets a chance. Could be a game-changing drive. So we go out there, three and out again, and he comes up limping. You know, of course the defense is aware. We looking around like, is he hurt? Like, this is a crazy thing, no crazy scenario right now because he, he is arguably the greatest quarterback of almost all time. He go be in that GOAT category. He will be. But as he come up limping, and we see him running off limping, and I know, of course I saw the aftermath went on the TV as in uh, when I got done with the game, as in how he was looking on the TV and everything. But on the defense side, I'm feeling Duffy Eagles locker room. We knew what type of player he was and that he was going to be back out there competing. We knew that. And with the halftime being 30 minutes long, we knew if they got an elite training staff, that they would go get the job done to find a way to get him back out there. Because right now with medicine these days, you could, you could possibly not feel nothing. I'm talking about nothing at all. You could play a game and you don't feel nothing until you wake up the next morning. And next thing you know, you sore from everywhere. Like you just hurting that every part of your body. So it's very, very possible, man. And, and for sure, with that 30 minutes of extra treatment, which for sure know that helped him out for sure. Because if it was 10 minutes like a normal game, it would have been a little rough. You know what I'm saying? Not saying he would still not be fully healthy, but... It would have been a different, I ain't going to say a different story, but it would have been just a different scenario. You know, he might couldn't get all the treatment he needed, but he got it all, came back out there, second half, played magnificent. Looked like he never lost a beat. Like, whatever they did give him, or whatever kind of treatment they did gave him, Buddy was running like he was never hurt at any time. He was running clean, smooth. And that's just him being who he is. A great player, future Hall of Famer, man. You look at his resume right now as we speak. It's a Hall of Fame resume. Two MVPs, two finals MVPs, two Super Bowl champions. Uh, what he is, a five-time Pro Bowler, about three or four-time All-Pro. Got a Hall of Fame resume already. So we was not surprised that he was back out there because that was just the greats do. The greats come in in big-time moments and big-time games. And, of course, the Super Bowl is a big-time game. The 15-87 and 87 connection. You guys to respect it, man. They are really going to go down as the best two tight end and quarterback duo ever. When I say ever, we know Tom Brady and Grunk is up there. But them two, man, they, they knocking on the door. 
They not gonna know. I'm I'm vouching for them. I think they gonna be the greatest ever. I'm vouching for them, even though I like Grunk and I like Tom. But them boys are different. You know, they are two different type of players, both of them. You know, I guarded Kels a good bit at the time. I guarded him last year when we played him last year. Had to did a solid job on it. This year, we kind of ran a different type of game plan, you know. And and I can't say they got a real good coach over there. They got a great coach, man. Andy Reid drew up some crazy plays to get the job done, to scheme him open. Like, the plays that he made, those were both scheme beaters. Like, great calls. Like, oh, man, we had to change that coverage up because they was attacking it crazy. Like, I'm like... The connection was wild. You know what I'm saying? The connection was wild. And Marcus Ellis is a hell of a player, man. That double move he ran on him in the red zone, that out and up with a perfect ball, you can't argue that. You know what I'm saying? It's hard. Like, that's goat on goat. Two goats throwing to the ball. Like, they one of the greatest of all time. And that's a great connection. That's just like when Shaq and Kobe in the finals, and they just going crazy. You know what I'm saying? That's just hard to stop. And only way you stop them guys, if you double team them. And, and that's what we do that play, and that's why he was going crazy. So, But they called us. Great scheme by them. Man, them boys are unbelievable, man. They earn it. They earn it in every way. And, and we knew in the game plan, only way to win this game is we stopped on two guys, and we didn't do it the best way we could. We could have did more, and but we ain't executed good enough. But on the back end with that, we got to fix that, you know, going into next year and figure things out because guys like that need to be eliminated from the game. Gots to be to win. And I know everybody wondering, like, we are a sack nation. We ain't get no sacks. It was tough out there. I'm not going to lie. It was very tough. And our D-line is extremely great at what they do. But we don't blame. We don't point the fingers at them. We all come out and execute. But the field was terrible. It was the worst field I probably played on. I'm talking about everybody slipping and falling. It was bad. But that's not an excuse for us still not to execute. We got to adjust to the environment. Please believe me, for Eagles fan. We never will use that as an excuse. But the field was terrible. Definitely in the Super Bowl moment. Which, guys, like, we got guys that really can rush. Like, edge rushers. They got to turn the corner. Bend, you know. And it's hard to bend on the side of a cleat that when the grass is slippery. That's why guys are falling, you know. So, it, we're not going to blame that. You know, we got to just chalk it up. And we got to adjust, you know. It is what it is. The game over with, man. It was a fun game, but yeah, man, that feel was terrible. When I say boo, boo, that thing was boo, boo. It, it was bad. It was bad, but hey, they they played in it. They got the job done. We played in it. We didn't get the job done, so you got to tip your hat out to them guys. They was more moral. They was more prepared for the grass than we was. Man, the first half, I felt like a complete team. We played up. Uh, Good game. Good in the game in the first half. Not a great, because we still left plays out there, but a good game. Come second half, they came out there and answered with a whole different type of game plan. You know, the first 15, that's how offenses work. They got a first 15, and they run a loop plays that kind of like beat scheme. Come out second half, they came out just doing what they do best. They were running the RPOs. They were running more jet motions. They were doing everything that they like very very good at so as we were scheming for all the like the crossers the deep sevens the everything they was doing they wasn't doing it really no more they're more like running the ball a lot of mixed directions getting back to their traditional ball so they just said okay we will go traditional ball but since you're taking away the game plan we have for you we will go to the game plan that got us here 
in the first place, in the Super Bowl. And that's why, you know, Andy Reid is one of the greatest coaches of all time because he understood that early going into halftime. He could have came back out there and tried, you know, the game plan he wanted to, but he went back to what he knows best. And that's what more guys moving and making plays. You could tell they watch film heavy. If you watch the Jacksonville game in the rain, my boy Agnew, Jamal Agnew, I played with him in Detroit. They had the same type of play as in him motioning, him jet, jet motion, line up in the backfield. We play a lot of man in the red zone. So we trying to rotate the coverage to beat him to the flat. And they now, guys was hitting us with the return route, getting us out leverage and beating us back across the ball. If you watch the Jacksonville game, they did that to us and add new score. This game, they did it twice. And, you know, and that's just us on the back end. Got to be way more detailed. You know, that's them being smart, smart team. Andy Reid making smart checks because if you watch the game, they did it the first time. We did the jet motion and motion with it. It looked perfect. And they ran it in and scored, though, with 10. So, Andy Reid, you can see him check his notes. I'll probably tell you he checked his notes, looked at it. Okay, I got him. He did it again. Motion, motion him back out. When you play a lot of man in red zone, that's what you get. And we was a man team in the red zone, man. So you got to tip your head off to Andy Reid and the coaching staff, man. That's just brilliant ball by them. That's them knowing that we're going to be in man and attacking in our man coverage and knowing we do not match on like jet motion. We always trying to drop kick it. That's what we call it. Drop kick. So good. Toodles to them, man. You can't, you can't outdo that. You know what I'm saying? That's just us on this to the back end. We just got to be execute that way better, man. That was just, that's just a tough play to handle as a player because you're trying to be ahead of everything and in red zone everything happens fast so you got to be fast and right when I turned my head to go tell my safety to go meet him over there there was already jet motion and back and by that time we out leveraged easy easy touchdown to the flat I'm talking about it happened twice so shout out to them man again salute man that was just a tough game man tough tough game for us and I know everybody thinks the biggest player of the game that changed the game was J.B. Hole. It was not. You know, there was a lot of plays left on the field that we left out there. But J.B. Hole was not the change of the uh, determine of the game. It was not. But would I would have called that in that type of situation? No. But, but did J.B. Hole? Yes. And you got to command a man for saying that he did that. Because he did. I, we know. I saw the film. He hold him. I would have said the same thing. I would have. They would ask me, "Hey Slay, how did you? You know, did you hold him?" Da da da. I was like, "Yes, I did." I was in that situation, but the game was this big before. I had to hold in uh in Pittsburgh on a third and six to get us off the field to win the game to get the punt and have our offense at least go down and try and score. And they asked me the same question as in Hey Slay, how did you feel about the whole penalty, man? I said he stuck his arm out, tried to still farm me, so for him to get the separation, so. I was kind of taught a grab and pull, you know, to get closer. You know, that's how I was taught as a DB, you know. And holding goes on all during the game. I'm talking about all the game. I probably hold dang near every play, passing play in the game. That's just what I do. And refs are not perfect. They're not going to make every call. They're not going to make uh, every right call, every wrong call, whatever, whatever. But I hold every play. I'm not going to sit here and say I don't. You know, sometimes I have great coverage if I'm playing off and I beat a guy in a position in a, in a play. But if I'm pressed, my hand's going to grab you. Like, I'm going to put my hands on you. 
Cause it's a physical game. It's no way we got. That's why we got pads on. Uh, I mean, of course, we're already trying to make it like flag football as it is. You can't hold after five yards. But Jesus, like it goes on every play. But the ref called it in the story. You know, I would have man up to it just how JB did. And you know, for like I said, for him to do that, man, that's a big. That's big ups. That's big, big ups. That's show accountability. That show that you know he's an honest man. He could have went up there and said, "Nah, I don't think it was a hold." Da 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 da. Nah, he man up to what he did. He held them, and you know the refs called it. Like I said though, if I think they should called it, hell no, not in a playoff game. Honestly, I felt like the world needed to see how great Jalen Hurts was or what would have been. We don't know how it would have turned out. You know, going down with a minute, I think it was probably like a minute and thirty left. This is what the fans came to see. The fans came to see if Jalen Hurts is the one. Everybody been questioning him all year. Y'all been questioning him. That's a moment for it. But the call did happen. He did hold. But I know the world wanted to see how great Jalen Hurts was. If he would have drove down there, field goal, whatever, whatever, it would have been, you know, whatever, whatever. But we'll never find out. And as a defense, the worst feeling on the field is watching a team take a knee three times in a row to kick a game-winning field goal. That's the worst feeling as a defense. I'm talking about, uh, uh, it just cringes your stomach because that's not how you want the game to kind of end. But that's how you play the game because I do it on Madden. Shoot, if I get to the three-yard line, I'm going to take a knees and kick a field for the game winning so you don't have no time to go score. So you can't, you know, be mad at them. But as a defense, oh, bro, that is the worst feeling ever. That's like, it's like you got to accept defeat right there. Like, you be so mad. And then, you know, you don't want to go too overboard when they taking a knee. You don't want to tee off on a guy because you're trying to show great sportsmanship. But, man, that is the worst feeling ever. Man, I'm still just stuck on it because, man, it was the worst worst feeling ever on the biggest stage of my career. Like, and I had to be out there for three plays watching them take a knee. And then I had to walk to the sideline and was walking and praying he missed his field goal and then he makes it. So, oh, my God. Goodness, that was the worst feeling ever. And a guy like me, y'all, I'm a happy-go-lucky guy. So I had some great moments out there as in just experiencing playing in the Super Bowl. And it took me 10 years to get there. The feeling was crazy. I'm not going to lie. For the first drive, my mouth was so dry that I was like, I felt like I was dehydrating. I'm telling you. And I know it's from excitement. Like, I'm tired for no reason. I'm not even running that fast, but I'm just tired and gassed because I know my mouth dropped. Just so excited, man. It was so fun, man, watching the lights. The first kickoff is like camera started flashing crazy. I'm like, is this serious? So I was already in like shock mode already off the jump. Just like, oh, they really taking pictures like crazy. It was just like flash, 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 flash. I'm like, oh, man. And everything just bing, 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 bing. So I'm like, yeah, this is wild. And, you know, good thing offense was up first because, boy, look here. If his defense was up first, man, look here. I don't know if I would have made it through the whole drive because I was, like, mouth drive, a little nervous, as in just excited, nervous, not scared, nervous, excited, nervous. And I'm just like, man, look here. Like, I'm in a Super Bowl. I'm here. I'm talking about the biggest stage. LeBron was in there. Kevin Hart done was in there. The, whole, the biggest stage in the world. And I'm in here. I was like. Yeah, this is it. This is it. And it's one thing I kind of want to like 
get off my chest. I don't take it as a bad thing or a negative thing because, you know, I understand that we added an extra week into the season. So usually the MVP stuff kind of like, oh, but I think personally the MVP should have been announced after the Super Bowl. My opinion, definitely in this type of situation when two of the one and two MVP candidates is playing against each other. I, you know, Mahomes is one. Jalen is two. They both are the finalists for the MVP. I think this game would have determined, you know, at least give Jalen a shot at winning the MVP. But, you know, how the game turned out, of course, Mahomes really much deserve it. He had a stellar year, like 5,000 yards, 40 tubs, like what, 12 picks, no picks in the playoffs. That's big time. I'm not saying he don't deserve it at all. But my boy Hurts kind of deserve it some, some love too. Just saying. Just throwing that out there, man. Just some love too because this game was crazy because as you see how he performed in the Super Bowl on the biggest stage of his life, you can say he done pretty damn well, don't you think? I think over 300 yards passing, probably about 80 yards rushing. Got the most rushing touchdowns from a quarterback in the NFL history. So, he made history out there, man. He did a big thing. Of course, we didn't get the dub, man. Salute to Mahomes, man. Not saying you don't deserve the MVP. You very much do. And I understand you are the MVP this league. You was going crazy, man. You don't want a Super Bowl. You the man. This is your league. But I just saying, give my boy a fair shot. If Jalen had five tubs, Mahomes goes in the game with no tubs in the Super Bowl, how will y'all feel about who win the MVP then? You know, it's just a toss-up. Like I'm saying, Mahomes deserve it. I ain't gonna lie, you know, with Hurts missing them two games, it was light years. It was hard for that man to win it because Mahomes just was going crazy. But when you got the two runner-up, the two guys that's going for it in the Super Bowl, I think you should wait. And I got another shocker for you that I didn't even know. Like, nobody never told me this. The halftime performers do not get paid? Like, what? I know. I know. They make a lot of money. I know people do. I know they do. But they don't get paid? NFL, look here. Y'all make way too much money not to be able to pay these people money. You got Riri performing, a.k.a. Rihanna, Everybody probably watches this Super Bowl to watch her anyway. Because she performed in so many years. So, so many people was ready to see Rihanna come out and perform. And her first time probably performing in so many years is on the biggest stage of the NFL. And we saying we not paying her? What? Y'all should have dropped the whole vote to her. She should have became the new commissioner to get this performance because... This is the first time she performed in years, and everybody loved the show. And from the viewers, it said that they watched her more than the game. So, how does she not getting paid for this? NFL, y'all got to talk to me. Y'all already be cheap with the players. Don't be cheap with the performance, neither. Fans keep asking me, am I going to watch the Super Bowl parade? No, I'm not going to watch it at all. I'm not going to hate streaming, ain't going to look at it, be mad. I'm just not going to watch it at all. You know, I ain't, I ain't going to do it. So, there you go, fans. I'm not going to watch. Man, now we here, man. The last 
game of my season. Going into next year in year 11, man, I'm just so thankful and so blessed, man, to finish year 10 healthy and, you know, and was a Super Bowl contender. I can't be mad. Year 10. But I'm thankful, man. But your boy got to go be a parent. You know, so I've been missing out on my boys' games, all my kids' games, and support them and now because they've been supporting me all during the season. I'm just looking forward to go support my kids and my family, man, this offseason and enjoying watching my kids grow, become better human beings, better athletes, coach them up a little bit. So, man, my off-season plans, I'm going to be chilling, taking a little vacation, getting this body right. I'm probably not going to be doing no backpilling or no running for at least a month because, man, this season is long. i never been to the Super Bowl, but, boy, look here. That extra month of football is deadly. I'm telling you, it's bad. But I thank y'all, man. I salute to everyone. I appreciate everyone tuning in to my season, man. I got a lot of stuff coming back for y'all this offseason, man. So make sure y'all stay tuned in with your boy because the offseason is going to be amazing.